0: Shout out the Skip So I just laid back Post, drip a cup My niggas come
1: through We roll the woods up We laugh about the good times That we had Fuck that Talk about it Shit I said it niggas matching them The game's over I took my nigga cup What the game's over Smash them
0: the gas Smack
1: shorty We live We need answers podcast uh, Today we have Mr. Boxdale here. Um, we're here to talk about you know, the life of his brother, Nathan Boxdale, known uh, worldwide. It's on the, the Wire TV show on HBO. Also a well-known legendary figure in the Baltimore City area. And also we're talking about the history of Baltimore and the upbringing of uh, street life and good and the bad pros and cons. Uh, just giving some some um, insight about the lifestyle, and, and you know, and giving our youth and uh, our young black men the key to not getting dosed, and everything you see that looks well, because it's not everything that it looks. So, um, hmm. I'm gonna introduce my guy, my big uncle, my big homie, Mr. Boxdale.
0: Hey, hey move! How you doing, brother? Good. All right, ladies and gentlemen. How's everybody? It's a pleasure to be here, Mo. It was an honor, bro.
1: Thank you. Thank you. So we want um, we just want to start off, uh, give a little insight of uh, who you are. You know, um, your brother, uh, the upcoming upbringing y'all have going through. You know, your youth, a little history of y'all.
0: Okay. First and foremost, right. my name is Ronald Barksdale. I am the uh, the fifth child of Emma and Milton Barksdale. I was born and raised in West Baltimore, Lexington uh, Terrace uh, Housing Projects in West Baltimore, and uh, I grew up. Uh, I grew up a, a ambitious young man, aggressive uh my brother Bodie, was uh the closest brother out the, of mine out the siblings of uh, the five sons and uh we did things that most uh young boys do you know play sports uh chase the girls and of course did all the other things in the projects uh chase money
1: okay and so-
0: and problems
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every 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 dollar comes with some kind of problems. Um. So tell us about uh, going up your, your school life. What schools you went to? I was school.
0: Okay, I uh, I went to uh, the neighborhood elementary school, uh, Lexington Terrace Elementary. Then I went to uh, the middle school was uh, Booker T Washington on McCullough Street. It was the infamous uh, junior High School in West Baltimore.
1: And what year was this?
0: Uh, in seventy four. 74, I went to middle school, and then, uh, 74, and then I came out of middle school like 77, and then I went to a senior high school in West Baltimore, it was, uh, Southwestern, and then I transferred, got into some problems with other neighborhood, uh, projects, because at that time, it wasn't no gang stuff, but, uh, it was just like, uh, you know, if you from one housing project, you know we would always try to outdo each other. And some, some walks of life. Then I wound up going to the infamous uh, Douglas Frederick Douglas High School in West Baltimore, on Gwynns Falls.
1: Okay. So how was the? Uh, what was the rival projects at that time? Paint oh, that, the picture. You said this was in the seventies, right? In the Late seventies. Okay. So paint the picture. What was the rival projects and what was life in Baltimore in the seventies?
0: Okay, definitely. Uh, the rival projects at this particular time was. Uh, but well, we had rivals in West, which was Murphy Homes. Uh, believe it or not, the project right up the block, which was Poe Home, it was a part of my project. But for some reason, we, uh, you know, we uh, alienated from that because we, you know, my project. If you wasn't from my block, then you was from another area. Okay. And it's just the same, it just same was in the same area, but we felt if you wasn't from our block, then you know you was a rival.
1: Turf wars, basically.
0: Absolutely. Okay. And, and, you know, even at a young age, they had got kind of, like, serious. Mm-hmm. And then we had, uh, of course, cross the Vodoc, we had uh, Lafayette, Somersault, and flags, Somerset, the East, Somerset, Side, East Side, right. Side Projects. Right. Okay. And at this time, uh, you know, we would uh, have these little situations. And, and I had family, y'all. Uh, like, I come from a large... Family in Baltimore, and I had because uh, all us was living uh, damn near below the poverty level, but I had family in Lafayette and every project in the Baltimore metropolitan area, I had family right so and with all that came uh different situations, so at this time of Ras was Lafayette all the projects we had beef
1: with everybody okay you know and this this was around the time of the uh the riots, right?
0: No, this was that. The riots came in the in the late sixties, early seventies. Okay. Things had simmered down at this time, but. Uh,
1: so how was the riots? Like, give us the uh, oh, recollection of the riots. How I was time? Just, like
0: this? I was just a little dude at that time, but I still had some vivid memories of the ride because even though my brother was one year older than me, he participated uh, in a lot of break-ins and stuff like that. Because, like I told you, uh, we 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 came from. Uh, it was rough times then. Mm-hmm. Well the rise was like uh everybody was pro black, mm-hmm. you know, and anything that was white, you know, it wasn't right. Okay. So even as kids and like I was born in sixty two, but the rise jumped off in sixty nine. So I was like seven years old and all I could do at this time was be the lookout.
1: Right. What was the what was the rise about? What
0: is it was a it was the civil rights uh area. the rise was about, you know, we wanted uh you know, free, we wanted equality. Basically, that's what it boiled down to equality. We just wanted to be equal. Okay. You know, and it was a lot of race, racism and stuff like that. And, uh, we didn't feel like, you know, we was getting our 10th in no way, shape, or form. So, uh, it was basically about equality. And then as a young man, we had, uh, different pro black, uh, agencies in my neighborhood. We had the Black Panthers. We had, uh, you know, the Moore signs, temple of America, these was, even though some someone was, uh, religious, mm. uh, agent, uh, religious, uh, groups, groups, mm. but everybody had the same goal in common. We just wanted, you know, like freedom, justice, equality. Okay. You know, we, we, we just wanted some to be equal with the next man. Yeah. You see? Yeah. So like, like I say, the rise was, uh, it was it was an eye opening experience for me mm-hmm. because it taught me about camaraderie. That's what I got out of it. Okay, you know that the next black man was my uh, my brother's keeper. Okay, you, you, you understand what I'm saying? So, with with all that said and done, it taught me how to be linked with the next black man of color taught me how to be and
1: ride for each
0: other right absolutely if it it meant death even though a lot of people in all honesty wasn't trying to die yeah but you young and you cocky and you wild Uh it just it just planted the seed of loyalty
1: okay and and during the um i know we spoke before about during it was a a discovery made by your brother that kind of opened your eyes during that uh that uh the riots he brought back home something right
0: Man, it was a couple situations was eye opening, <laughs> but uh, like the most important thing that I learned being a younger sibling out there was that I just spoke on it being your brother's keeper, right? You know, so far as material things, it was all kind of things. Like I said, at that time in the, in the late sixties, in in my project, mm-hmm. it was. Believe it or not, it was very few people had uh, appliances such as color TVs. That was mm-hmm. big stuff. Okay. You know, and that was big. Yeah. And my housing project, and, I mean, but later on, everybody got that and more. Yeah. From that initial ride. That okay. opened the door to a lot everybody of Everybody
1: came up, basically. Did they come up. <laughs> <laughs> they came up. So, uh, back to going back to... Um the school situation. How was life in school for you and your brothers? Because I know your your mother is a very well educated woman, and Absolutely. that was that wasn't that was kind of rare the amount of education that she had around that time. Because nowadays is everybody go to college, but back then your mother was a very intelligent, achieving woman. So you Absolutely. talk about that.
0: Well, my mother always put emphasis on education. You know, back then she had planted the seed uh, that. You know, without education, that you basically was gonna wind up being on a losing end. Mm-hmm. Cause she always worked in a public school system, so she seen the importance of having a sound education. Mm-hmm. And I and my brothers, all of them, uh, and I'm not just uh, saying this. All my brother was, all my brothers had a pretty good. IQ that was above average. Okay, you know, behind the fact that we would uh, we would test each other academically. Mm. You know, academically we would uh, test each other. We would play little games in the house, multiple you know multiplication games, spelling Mm. games. We had spelling bees and stuff like that because everybody, you know, when back then it was a thing in the neighborhood. Uh, We said, like, what you gonna be when you grow up? Yeah. Of course, everybody wanted to, you know, the the micro the microwave, uh, you know, the big dreams of being a, a notorious whatever. Yeah. But you know, everybody had a positive goal, like being a lawyer or a doctor, because I don't know if that's what you supposed to say so your parents can hear that, mm-hmm. or if that was the conversation you wanted to talk about to rub elbows with people in the community that wasn't doing. You know The yeah. norm Right However uh, Everybody was doing What they had to do To survive To survive Absolutely yeah. So like I said educationally, You know uh, I never had a problem With uh, You know I was real uh, I adapted to You know I was real receptive In learning You know uh, I never really had a problem With uh, You know Catching on You know mm-hmm. uh, It was a thing like I love school. I, I love school at an early age because back then that's where all the girls was. You know, that's where all the, you know, uh, as they say, band hips slicking down in the 70s. You wanted to go show off your material things.
1: Yeah, your clothes and
0: all that stuff, mm-hmm. you know. And then you got all the, you know, outside school. You know, you get the, you know, all your little, you know, your rivals, you know, that's where you could catch them. Yeah. Because if they weren't in school, they were hanging out at
1: the school. Yeah. They was trying to get the girls. Yeah.
0: So you was getting a three for one. You know what I mean?
1: (laughs) So. So, yeah. So coming up through uh, elementary to high school, you and your brothers basically had great grades.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Like a lot of people don't know. uh, in junior high school, my brother was uh, president of student council.
1: And this is Bodie. We this is Bodie, month. yeah. Okay. He, you know, and at an
0: early age, he uh, uh, learned how to speak. Uh, he was like ballet, we learned Spanish at an early age. Mm-hmm. And this, we talking about in the 70s, before. Uh,
1: That's unheard I heard of. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. He was like, uh, how can I say this? He was uh, you know, he was innovative in a lot of things that dudes doing that because it wasn't a, a large Latino community in Baltimore. Okay, so at an early age, like I said, you know, being his own mother worked in the school system, so she would always and she had a sister lived up top up in Jersey, mm-hmm. so we would always frequent like Philadelphia, New Jersey, and stuff like that. Y'all New would York, travel. we would travel at an early age, mm-hmm. you know, mother would send us on. on um, on, on the Amtrak. You okay. know, we nine and 10 years old. Yeah. And a lot of times, once we got past Delaware, you had all these young cats. They speak Spanish. I'm like, oh, what the fuck is they Mexican. but yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know. you <laughs> right, know. Right. I, I mean, you know, then my brother said, now they Puerto Ricans. Uh-huh. And, you know, you should try to adapt to what they saying. Because, you know, they be talking about us on the train. Yeah.
1: So, you want to know what's going on. You
0: know, because, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Want to know exactly what's going on. Because right. they considered us anything below the Mason-Dixon line. Southern. Exact, yeah. country
1: boys, country, and that was offensive. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I ain't no country Yeah, boy. we ain't that. country. <laughs> yeah, my father, you yeah. know.
0: And it would be kids on a uh, train that was from D.C., and we thought they was country.
1: Uh-huh. Right?
0: You know, they going to do the same. Now I'm kind of getting away from what you said, but yeah, we would learn how to speak a second language. Well, I never
1: adapted to
0: it outside when I went in the penal system. Yeah. But my brother back in the seventies and doing school, he, he, was he was just advanced. He was just advanced. He was something special at yeah. this time. Yeah.
1: And your mom, so your mother, she has a number of degrees, correct? Absolutely. What was, you know what they are? Well, talk- she
0: got a, she got a, a, a master's in uh psychology
1: mm. and you know, I and know, this was in the seventies. This oh. in the seventies. Okay. Yeah.
0: She, uh, you know, you would, consider how would I say I ain't trying to blow you up man. I love you to death <laughs> shout out to my mother but at this time she was uh, they was giving a lot of grants out to black people okay so opposed to getting really mixed up in the street she was like pepping the, the grant drunk
1: mm-hmm. oh you know, yeah flipping you know, it you know, you know right okay. yeah, she,
0: she getting school money and yeah.
1: Same was, thing we do in college. Exactly. Without, uh, yeah, we doing it now, but she did that. it in the yeah, early seventies. Yeah, 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 yeah. You
0: know, like I said, so she was a thing what she was doing then, you know, it is catching up now. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. like she got a degree in a psychology, one in a business administration, mm-hmm. and she got one in special
1: one in special education. Okay. So basically I asked that question and say um, you know, we always get as black people, we get thrown under the buses, lacking education, terrible upbringings and all of that, which results in the, everything that we do to this day. But um, basically your story with your mom is that, you know, y'all had a beautiful upbringing, absolutely beautiful uh, education, very well educated uh, parents. And yourself, very because you went to college as well, right? Absolutely. I
0: went to Morgan, and then I transferred to Morgan and went to Coppin'. Okay. However, I never finished up B, uh, due to the fact I kept stepping outside, you know, my element, you know, with, yeah. you know. The street life. street yeah. life, you okay. know. I, it was like a magnet. Yeah. So I never finished up. However, uh, you know, you learn to live with regrets, and that's one of the Things that I do regret not uh, completing my education. education
1: right. But it's never too late. We, know, too late. That. we know that. So Absolutely. So what about your um, coming up as far as traveling? Y'all, because y'all been uh, out the country and all of that. That was all another another thing that was very rare for for blacks at Absolutely. that time. And sometimes still rare this day to the place. So tell me about the places y'all have been, you uh, and your brother okay. as a kid.
0: When I was young, the first time I've been out the country, we went on a... Uh, we went to Cozumel, Mexico. That was like in 78. Okay. Right? And we went to Cozumel. Uh, we was living in projects. And that was a vacation. My mother okay. thought we needed to just go abroad.
1: And see the world.
0: To see that the project. Because that was my whole world. Yeah, the projects was your world. You understand? And that seed alone, like I told you, at the beginning of the, uh, this 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 conversation we have. uh She had instilled the power to travel at a young age because my dad uh, used to work with Amtrak. Okay. So uh, we would go to Philadelphia at a young age. Mm -hmm. You know, she put us on a train. We go to Philadelphia. However, it got a little more. We we wanted to extend the power of travel. She suggested one time, hey, let's go to uh, Mexico. Mm -hmm. This before the, the drug wars and all this cartel bull crap. Had took place We went to Cozumel Mm -hmm. That was the first time Second time Well I didn't go on the second time I had two brothers that was in the service However they were stationed in Germany Mm -hmm. So my brother Bodie Had accompanied my my brother Bodie And my sister-in-law Brenda Which was my other brother's My third brother's wife uh, They were over in Germany And they had went to uh, Frankfurt, Germany
1: Okay,
0: And uh and now this is crazy. While they was over there, one of my brothers had, uh, you know, both two of them was in the service. They was young dudes, mm-hmm. 19, 20. And uh, like I said, Bodie took that street stuff all the way to Germany. Mm-hmm. And when he found out the situation was at a purity level that it was, of course.
1: Yeah. He <laughs> he went and made some business. Did he? Once. Okay. You know, so. So besides, besides those, I mean, I know it's more trips, but besides, uh, besides that experience, so I was, my question was, what did y'all gain from those experiences? So that was a business gain, but besides that, what, what did that help bring to y'all life at that oh, point man. in time? Oh man. Just the
0: experience,
1: just, just being experience in another alone, country. experience alone,
0: like I said, we, once we got the power to travel, uh, like I said, uh, we had, uh, well, I didn't go, but. When Bodie and them went to Germany, when when he came back, when they they went to Paris, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and uh, you know, they came back with the pictures of the Eiffel Tower. Now we talking about in this '79.
1: That's hard, right? You know what I'm saying?
0: (laughs) And the the fashion houses, it 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 was just starting to boom, Mm -hmm. you know. And he had, you know, and said, "Man, little brother, they do these fashion shows." You know, the dude Calvin Klein. You know that. Yeah, the, yeah. Is it all right? Yeah, yeah, you cuss.
1: Okay. You, cuss. <laughs> you
0: know, the dude Calvin Klein and Yves Saint Laurent. He said, man, you know them guys, homosexual. And uh-huh. They be getting all this money over there and these, these fashion shows. And, and I was impressed. But what I was more impressed with, he told me, man, you know, ain't no thing about, they ain't got no thing against niggas.
1: Okay. You know, I'm saying They love now, niggas they pr- too all day.
0: Man, they, they really love our money. Okay. But what they... They love our creativity yeah. as well. Yeah, as know? today. As as, they still right. Be today. You know, Yeah, because we implemented uh, all the you know, the swag that all these fashion houses have, it right. originally come from a thought of a black person. Right. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. know, you gotta let them know what's going on in the
1: right in the hood. In the hood yeah.
0: So they can have an idea, you know. Yeah. Their thoughts, you know, well, the biggest thing I gained from that was that Abroad Racism It doesn't play A bigger ticket As it does in, Right in here the world,
1: Okay in the So USA. that's what I
0: gained from Okay You know It man, was they, more
1: love out there Oh
0: man It was okay. like Not just love It was just People were more Receptive
1: to our culture Okay
0: and the stuff that we wanted to, you know, they, they yeah. cared about. These people they didn't was even still know.
1: The head during that time still was conflict between different races. Yeah, they were shitting races. on niggas. Yeah, you yeah, know okay, okay.
0: They were more receptive as to uh, what, they was concerned about how we were thinking and what did we thought of, what we thought of this, what we yeah. thought of
1: that. Yeah, okay. And,
0: you know, what can we do to make, you know, yeah. just abroad, right, I'm speaking right, of, right, you know, what right. what can we do? really nothing you could do but just let me do what i do yeah you understand opposed to here you know they get in your way everything be associated with some criminal element yeah. here you know yeah,
1: yeah so i i asked that also because i know speaking for myself i didn't really get the experience of other well i've been on vacation and trips coming up in, in my youth but i ain't really get the experience of like um meeting people from other cities and learning about other cultures till I went to college. And I right. encourage everybody in high school to, to you know, go to school. If, if you go to school, go to school out of town because you meet so many people and you could benefit from that. I got friends to this day in other cities and states that I still reach out to and still benefit. And likewise. So that was one of the biggest things. And I, I felt like that was, um that was big being that was so long ago. But everything, the times changed so much. Absolutely. But, Coming back uh, a little closer it's t- uh, Talk about How you and your brother jumped off in the street life Because we know Bodie is well known from the character from The Wire But in the city um, Anybody from y'all era Know the name, know the guy They know the story But mm-hmm. coming from you, you Right hand man okay. Same household How did y'all end up getting into this street life? I know it was so easy But tell us yeah.
0: Okay Oh man Like it was uh like as a young boy, uh, my brother had uh first he had innate courage. He had a lot of heart. Mm-hmm. He was like just born with a lot of heart. Okay. And uh, in my neighborhood, my like I said, everything was it was it was territorial to the point where each part of my housing project they had a flow of money coming. Everywhere where there's a high, high rise building established, you got a main street. Okay. And we're right by the, the heart of downtown Baltimore. Mm-hmm. So, whatever part of downtown Baltimore you're coming from, from downtown, you're going to hit one of the high rise buildings in the projects. Okay. Okay. And then uh, a lot of the, we got introduced to it because, like I said, when we were in school, it was a lot of, um, Kids from our projects was doing things mm-hmm. with the, the criminal element, with the drugs yeah. and this, that, and the third. And what happened was, we seen where it was an opportunity, an opportunity to get some money at a young age, but at a
1: a High nice level, level okay. right?
0: Okay. And what we would do is, uh, we would just try to emulate the things that. Older guys in the neighborhood was doing, but we found out we were better at doing this stuff than they were actually. Okay. Because, like I said, it took a lot of heart mm-hmm. because you had a lot of you had a lot of guerrillas in my housing project. Yeah. You know, and I ain't talking about what you see on them rap videos and all that bullshit. I'm talking about the straight up, deal. yeah, straight yeah. up young dudes putting work in and uh, just being self. You mm-hmm. know. It, out of survival mode Mm -hmm. and how we got introduced to it because most of the major figures in the town came through my housing project or even grew up in one of those housing projects okay so these was all the people that uh, we would look at as being successful some kind of level of success came through a dude that was hustling Mm -hmm. you know what I mean we ain't had a whole lot of guys that was you know that was doing something legitimate yeah that
1: we wanted to You, you just know, seen the hustlers That's just, all y'all seen exactly. Yeah And so, they, the, most of them deceased now
0: Yeah Yeah Absolutely What's,
1: what's, what's a few guys That y'all looked up uh, to man. Coming up
0: At this time It was a dude in West Baltimore Named Big Head Brother It was another dude It was from Pennsylvania Avenue Lil' Melvin Whams Uh It was another dude Uh He, he um uh, Elijah uh, Elijah Davis I oh, man you had so many dudes You had uh, Oh man You had Lil Willie Adams You had uh, phew, Man I could go on and on <laughs> right, right. All these dudes that they did wrote books about Did yeah. movies about There's a dude out of New York that came through the town Frank Matthews Yeah, They talk about say he him He never got caught yeah right. He left out on a $7 million dollar bill never was uh, seen before. Uh-huh. Oh, man, it's just so many of them that I know personally.
1: Uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? And uh, so, who jumped out there first? You or your brother?
0: It was like uh, he jumped out there first, kind of like at the same time. Mm-hmm. He just was a little more serious about it because I was his younger sibling, uh-huh. and it was like uh, he wasn't babysitting me, but. Uh,
1: he had to look out for yeah, it. Yeah,
0: he had to look out. You know, he gave me the game. You know, he, he, uh, see another thing that happened. When we were young, he had ran to a nice piece of money at an early age. Like,
1: oh, yeah, talk about you, that. You know What's mean? that story?
0: Yeah, okay. Like, you know, we used to hop these, uh, these little, uh, buses that they put in the inner city, little chest x ray buses, uh, different things that they gave people that was indigent, people that was broke. Mm hmm. They would take these chest x-ray trucks and shit like that. When well, my brother and them used to steal a man, launch his whatever, his carrying bag. Sometimes it'd be money in it, whatever, weed in it, whatever. And um, once the dude that did something uh, maliciously, like backed the truck up against a wall, and bands though my brother was young, he thought that he could stop the bus, you know. With his with, leg. With his legs. Mm-hmm. And then what happened was it kind of crushed his leg. However, uh, my mother being the kind of woman that she was, you know, she, you know what I mean, largest uh, civil suit against this uh, chest x-ray company, like, that's in the 70s. Anyway, he wound up getting a couple hundred thousand, uh, and my mom was the type of woman, like, you know, he got hurt,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, it's his money, yeah. so she didn't mess with
1: the money. She gave it all to him. Yeah, she put it. And in, how old was he? In,
0: he was like, well, when that happened, he was round boat. 15.
1: Oh, yeah. You give it. 15-year-old. Right? Wait a minute.
0: Hold on. He didn't get the money then. <laughs> uh-huh. What happened? She put it in. What is called? A trust fund. Okay. It's like, little baby, you know, you you got some people coming to you. I'm not going to tell you how much, but you should be well off and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, he ain't even really. Man, and this is the crazy thing. This kid had a couple hundred thousand at a young age. He didn't even think about the, the money he had in the trust fund. Oh. Because he didn't really know how much it was, okay. it was well over a quarter million. Yeah. And, uh, and like I say, we poor, mm-hmm. so we hustling in the street. By the time he got the money, we he was made, already up. Yeah, we already had made a quarter million. Okay,
1: okay. you know. And, and what was y'all? What was y'all distributing at the time?
0: Oh, we were selling heroin and cocaine.
1: That was the drug of choice in drug this, of this choice. era.
0: And believe it or not, <laughs> you know we doing like fifteen, twenty a day. Okay, just this, this in the seventies, uh, and that was a bad day. Okay. But when you're running through that kind of money At a young age You're not really calculating yeah. That money until it's all said and done Yeah
1: you don't know the worth Because it keeps right, coming so fast
0: You're going through you buying this car you buying yes. that You're buying jewels uh-huh. you're, buying, you know, you're just giving your shit away right. Because you're not really concentrating on the future. You yeah, think about the today. hand now, because mm-hmm. nothing's promised. Right, right. So like I said, by the time he got 18, he had, you know, he was already holding mm-hmm. uh, a couple hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. But I remember the morning my mother threw the, the, the bank book on the bed. So I know you've been waiting for that. Like, what's this? You know, happy birthday. You know, you
1: Eighteen, and he turned 18.
0: 18, uh-huh. 18. and man, she blessed him with the ball. money right then. We had a
1: ball. Right? What y'all do with the money? Uh, what we didn't do. <laughs> <laughs> so, so basically, y'all, y'all already had the hustle, in y'all, y'all ran it up. Then y'all, oh, we just went to the to... next level, of course. Okay, and what yeah, was, was the, what the next level looked like? That was when the monster uh, became, right?
0: Yeah, that's when it, that's when it all started. That's when uh, I'm not even gonna lie to you, little bro. That's when the devil raises ugly head, man, because mm. you got people on the other side of the fence. Man, I can take these young niggas. Older guys. Uh, yeah, older, younger, you know, at the same age. But everybody at this time, you know, envy and jealousy is a thin line between envy and jealousy. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And a lot of kids didn't know how they was going to make out. Mm. But I ain't going to lie to you, they soon would find out.
1: Right. Because <laughs> we already had
0: it in cement ain't nobody taking nothing.
1: This was not them. to be fucked. with, Right. You no. know, if, if they
0: come to get it, they going to have to bring it to get it. Yeah. And like I said, uh, I ain't never been the kind of dude that, uh, took no pride in, you know, yeah. Doing no bodily harm to individual, but, you know, it wasn't it pretty. Had, yeah. It, it, had, wasn't it, pretty. it had to happen.
1: Had, you know, it had, yeah, it yeah. wasn't
0: pretty, you know.
1: So, so the, um, so y'all ran it up. Y'all ran the money up. Ridiculously. And we're around the age, what was the age, your peak age, when y'all really started getting it? Yeah. Oh, man.
0: When we really started getting it, we was like, he was 19, I was 17 and a
1: half. And uh, And y'all... So, that means y'all was getting it at 19. He had the quarter mill from the case and the street money. Oh, yeah. That was in the cut. So, he, and y'all was that charged up at 19. Yeah, said. we was
0: charged up. We was, <laughs> and guess what? At this particular time, you didn't really want to shine if your
1: niggas ain't shining. So, everybody got blessed.
0: Did they get blessed? I mean, I see people to this day, man, the ones that still above ground. Mm-hmm. They talk about things that I forgot uh-huh. because I did it. We did it from our heart. Yeah. Now, you know, you know, I feel foolish because, you know, the things that you accumulate, the value that you have is not the value
1: that somebody else had. Yeah. Everybody's perspective is different.
0: Everybody, you know, so what they think is something cement, you thinking is some miscellaneous type shit. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the things that you allow approaching the dude. The next man take it as being some shit that'll bring a a death sentence on a dude. Yeah. And some things that'll happen to you that would allow you to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like I say, man, uh yeah, we got charged up at a early a young age man and uh, just during the Peanut King era, the Peter Dixon, mm-hmm. uh, these guys out of West Baltimore and East Baltimore mm-hmm. that they got Infamous. It's during the kid out of D.C., Rayford Edmonds. Mm-hmm. You know, they did these little stories about a lot of guys. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, I never really even, <laughs> I never even watched the whole episode. We're getting a little ahead. I never even watched the whole episode oh, the of that wild shit. Yeah, because you had the real deal. Yeah. yeah, I lived it. Yeah. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? And, and like, when when people talk about, about that, Mm-hmm. So I be like, what? What they talking
1: about? Yeah, because you, you know. know I, mean? But I know the, the,
0: the crack. They they glorify certain things. Yeah, yeah. But man, uh, it was a it was a trying time, and it was. I think they needed to consult with me. I we we probably would have <laughs> did more numbers. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. And that's you why see? we bring. That's why we mm-hmm. bringing some of this stuff to life now. So talking about. The, uh, coming, I know one of the most. Me and Bodie talked about this ourselves uh, about the whole Murder Inc. situation. Right when he was putting it, that was basically the time when the work had to be put oh, in, man. taking absolutely. taking hits, and, absolutely, and, and doing stuff for the paper that people wouldn't want to get their hands involved right. in. So you already shared that he was real big and hot, but that's that's another level when it come to putting it down like that. Yeah. So how that how y'all get started in that?
0: Oh man, see um. Like I said, we, we had a real tight-knit crew. And uh, see, a lot of dudes, you know, when you live in that kind of life, a dude that's ferocious or a dude that's real serious about that M game, mm-hmm. you they be the kindest people in the world. You know, they be people that have hearts of platinum. And you're not going to really know a dude is made of a, a certain – Type was hot, uh, yeah. Until you brush him wrong, or until yeah. you do something to violate his principles, right. or what he stand for. Okay, and I think a lot of guys had looked at us because we was loving and caring people.
1: Yeah, they ain't see think them y'all saying, really had that. Yeah, they like
0: y'all. man, them niggas ain't cut like that.
1: Yeah,
0: but I think I, I, I this ain't what I think. This is what I know. Uh, uh-huh. the first person, well, the first crew that. Kind of like opposed our gangsters. They got dealt with so severely that it spread through the neighborhood and through our section of town like wildfire.
1: And it built y'all up.
0: Because we, you know, we hounded so, it was swiftly and it was, yeah. you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. We, you know, and I think that alone, it kind of like, like them them kids ain't to be fucked with
1: yeah and this was y'all was still 1917 yeah we kids okay. you
0: know we kids and like when, when all this stuff was taking place we only human uh-huh. you dig what I'm saying but when this when these things was taking place none of my friends were body friends ain't none of them seem to lose no sleep
1: they just kept living
0: they just kept living and these was dudes that was threats to us okay See, we never really, you know, I don't care what kind of researcher dude, Do we weren't like, uh, how can I put, we weren't troublemakers. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Just
1: handled it when it, it came just your way. It,
0: right. Yeah. You know, and see, and believe it or not, that's what separated us from other crews. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? We wasn't no Robin uh-huh. hoods in the community. We was yeah. just young niggas getting money. Yeah, You know what I mean? And once the, the M game took place, m- my brother went another level with that.
1: He, ter- he like, turned man, it up or not profitable. So somebody came Somebody started coming to y'all
0: No what happened was Niggas had situations With certain dudes And they was a little scared to handle their business uh-huh. So once they seen We was handling our business They would ease up on us like man uh, Jack uh, He go 50 man can y'all handle that Okay okay. You understand what I'm saying
1: So then that turned into y'all taking hits
0: Ah uh, yeah.
1: Plus, the street money.
0: That was coming daily.
1: Plus the money that was still held.
0: And we was we was investing in. And you know the crazy part about this, they had an old saying that you can't see the forest because of the trees. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. You you never really realize. You know, like everybody, like I'm gonna be a millionaire before I'm 25. Uh-huh. You think what I'm saying? And you don't really think that all of this shit can be possible Mm
1: -hmm.
0: if you set your pieces up properly, right? Right. But when you having them kind of situations in the street, that planning shit. It ain't you know you can't
1: you can't plan it <laughs> no nah, because you too, can't
0: oppose beef you can't yeah, yeah. Hustle all
1: it. that other stuff comes beef to all that shit yeah, put that, that's
0: some, some shit yeah. that they do for for television right. they edit your life like that but you can't really uh, try to stay above ground what a niggas trying to do you yeah. and run a a business and run a a street life. <laughs>
1: Because you don't know what's coming. You right. don't know what's coming. You know
0: what I mean? Your plans will get shattered.
1: So at this point in time, 1920, and then uh, leading up to maybe mid-25-year-old age group, what was, what was? how would you describe Bodie at this point? What would you say? Oh, you man, was?
0: Bodie was a beast, man. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to describe him just like this. Slim was a motherfucker like, as long as you didn't step on that one foot of hand or get in his way or getting in his the niggas he fuck with way uh-huh. if it if it wasn't in violation of nothing he was doing, mm-hmm. you know. And as you know yourself, nephew, you know he was a he was a nigga that, that really exaggerated whatever the situation yeah. was because he was a funny dude, <laughs> right?
1: right, right. But yeah. one
0: thing about him, if he was with you, he was with you. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? And what made Slim thing different is that he loved so strong that it would spook you. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? And
1: the legend, the legend of him don't. It ain't even what you would think it no, is because he's a loving guy, loving Loved everybody. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Absolute. And then another thing I wanted to say before we got away from this, um, Slim gave away most of his shit because he know he couldn't take it with him. Ah. Uh-huh. So uh, you, know, you got niggas in the game that's so greedy for some reason. Excuse me. For some reason they think they can take material.
1: the money and the material. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. shit
0: you can't take no uh no 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 motherfucking uh no brinks oh, truck to the uh yeah, to, to the, the graveyard. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. that shit don't work in real life, yeah. you know?
1: Yeah. But like I say, man, uh, yo he was an animal.
0: Yeah, he was an animal.
1: He was an animal yeah. terrorizing the city.
0: Yeah, yeah, fuck what you heard, man. Snema, uh, he wasn't playing with
1: him. Yeah, so not what, at all. What happened with the uh when he got shot the twenty-one times?
0: That twenty yes sir. Uh like he had a situation with homeboy uh well uh you know he he never like when shit like even though Al Bond was something sacred mm-hmm. it was something in his heart that he wasn't really telling me. About the situation. Okay. You understand? I don't know if it was something he was ashamed of mm-hmm. or something that occurred. You know, you're supposed to come clean with your niggas, especially your brother. Yeah. But it was just something about what occurred in his life with different individuals. Only them, Allah, and his adversaries know what really happened. Right. However, uh, it wasn't nothing pretty. And like when he passed for him, right? I never, we, we, even though this happened years ago, I never could really get to the core. Man, why did you and dude go that far? Because even though neither one of them uh, passed in that altercation, uh-huh. but people around as soldiers or something else soldiers. a lot
1: of people died yeah,
0: ain't no question
1: so it was a situation he was beef he had some beef with a guy that got and it guy ugly
0: did he yeah it got ugly whenever a motherfucker died that's ugly yeah yeah that's ugly
1: but he you know, got shot
0: yeah in that situation when he had that one situation I think he got hit 11 times mm-hmm. then another situation he got hit like seven times that's uh 18 then another situation he got hit three times. Oh. So Allah was with him.
1: Yeah, definitely. You and he already had the leg injury. Yeah. So he just was
0: So and then like I said, he he was carrying a big burden around about you know, it wasn't a burden. He had to think about, man, I ain't trying to die. I'm right. a, any anything and everything yeah. that come this way.
1: He gonna take care of it.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you kinda figure out where I'm going with that, right? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, he absolutely. wasn't playing with him. Yeah, and there's a it's a um it's is it's a lot of it's a lot of uh, if you do your history on online you know I know the, the first hand right. information but Absolutely. online mm-hmm. they spoke about getting down with uh, his his ways of handling his his uh, people with the torturing people and all that kind of stuff all that shit came into play you know yeah, that was a part of the whole Murder Inc situation as yeah. well yeah
0: what happened was uh he, you know betrayal was always uh in there when you're in the streets yeah. So it was a little broad that we went to school with, nice looking joint, you know, uh, mm. you know, and and she was loose with herself, you know, yeah. But she tried to keep it in somewhat. Anyway, some kind <laughs> of way she was in there, yeah. And she heard some, she overheard some shit, and she had some homeboys that was pretty thorough. Uh-huh. Them niggas was putting work in, uh-huh. and you know. I don't know what kind of level of getting money they was at. But they had enough heart to approach, challenge us.
1: They was from the west side too. They was from
0: West Baltimore too. They okay. were from uptown somewhere. Uh-huh. And it, Lord Broad, she went to one of home but I know where y'all can take like about a dollars uh-huh. and y'all can get a couple, excuse me, y'all can get a couple of keys of this or that. Right. She exaggerated the situation. Uh-huh. Anyway, these niggas fell for. Uh-huh. And they went to one hour spots at the time. We had a couple of little spots, little safe houses in different areas, of, you know, projects. Uh-huh. And, this particular incident, uh, a couple of shooters was in there and Slim.
1: Ah, uh, your right brother. In the bag,
0: yeah. Okay. This particular day, somebody was talking loose, trying to impress this bitch, mm. and they said something that they shouldn't have said. I know it wasn't him.
1: And the green light went off.
0: And right, and she's mm. like, yeah, they, they they taking care of that now. Ah. Uh, so they came in the projects, you know, they got the Uzis and this that, and the third, and they wasn't playing new. They come down there to do their work, and they mm. did some work. Mm-hmm. However, they see these young niggas in there and they not thinking that these young niggas is killers. Right. So something happened where's the uh Bodie Little niggas I wasn't there, but mm-hmm. you know, my man gave me first hand of what happened before he died. What happened was Bodie Lord dudes get the upper hand. Mm-hmm. And, you know, from there, it just turned to all right. You know, every the motherfuckers that they grabbed, mm-hmm. you know, they, so
1: they snatched the guys that yeah, came in yeah. there. Okay, no question?
0: Yes, okay. I think they ran. I'm gonna tell you what it was. I think the clips ran out. Oh, they okay. hit a few motherfuckers. It was about six people in there. Uh-huh. They hit his ass too. That's the time he got hit three times. Okay, you uh, know what happened? They ran out of uh, ammo, right? Mm-hmm. And slamming them, they didn't run out safe houses. So right. you know we. We got speed loaders and all that shit yeah. in there. You seen them? And see, I don't think they was looking for that kind of retaliation. Yeah, they probably thought just the joints they gotten after they they done that. and it's that, over. But it mm-hmm. wasn't like it. Yeah. So after they ran out, some kind of way, one of the bold little shooters hold them at bay. They read up on them on the joints and uh. Anyway, man the <laughs> bitch, They <credit> a <laughs> bitch y'all was on detail uh, they had a broad, uh, Tied our ass up huh Like, uh Who gave y'all this info And you know what I mean You know this guts yoga. So they went on Did the hot curl thing And all that other crazy shit Yeah But anyway They got to the bottom of it
1: Uh-huh
0: And believe it or not The cross came from side. Oh, man Ain't that something Wow But dude ain't no longer what is made rest in peace
1: I mean. Yeah
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: so true right so so coming like now you know this is it you know that's the wave of bringing up the, all the old gangster stories of the past from all over you got they i think the you know the paid for a movie that's going to be a classic forever rich no and all Ain't in no az question. um of course they're going to talk about Rayful forever all these all the gangsters and all the history so what do you being as though it's so many all over the world you got uh Rick Ross, mm. Freeway Ricky Ross, all of them. What do you feel? Why do you feel that Bodie's story was so intricate? Because, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm and I'm going to say, I'm going to say, because, I'm going to ask you that because anytime I go out of town, mm-hmm. I think anybody from Baltimore, when they go out of town, you tell me from Baltimore, that's one of the first things they mention to me the wire. Is it really like the wire? It's, and we can say no, we can say yeah, because we we immune to it. We, mm-hmm. know it by, we know it left and right. but. Gotcha. When they don't know the real story, because they done broke his name up in the show. They got an Avon and they got a a, a body on there. But the real deal, we know the real deal. So what do you, why do you feel like his name is classified as one of the Baltimore legends? I'm
0: going to tell you why. Because Slim was authentic. Okay. Right? Slim was authentic to this degree. Like, uh, I know them kids out in New York, uh, Rich Porter now. Yeah. Uh, like I didn't know none of them dudes personally. Uh-huh. I was in the feds with a couple of niggas that was from out there
1: little
0: yeah from out like from out of Harlem mm-hmm. and a couple of niggas from out of uh, Brooklyn and what have you. Reason why
1: Slim name stands alone is because of this here. For one
0: he ain't snitch. He ain't tell on he never told on a motherfucker. Right. And see, right that that alone in the street world, now it's acceptable. Now I don't know what these clown niggas doing now. It's, yeah. it's just something just acceptable. Yeah. But what made Slim what made our things stand out, what made it uh we can look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. You know, even though nobody got rich when it all boils down. I mean we the proceeds from that shit is done oh, deal. Yeah. But however, we didn't have to. At the end, motherfucking never
1: compromise. So. Compromise yeah.
0: integrity. Yeah. You know, anybody wind up with no five K one type shit in this yeah. story, or the cross, which is the stitch. Yeah, the right. This that, yeah. is a, a, a government motherfucking system. The government. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one none of that stuff. uh... And our stories, wasn't none of the cross moves like killed my man. See, all that shit came with them new niggas. Yeah, yeah, You understand yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? When we so broke it was red, a legit story. Legit none of that None official. of that
1: fall, fall, exactly. fall shit. Yeah. That's
0: one of the reasons why uh, at the end of this shit, we do this shit to, to take care of them babies and all that shit after you do. Mm-hmm. However, sometimes it don't go as planned. Yeah. However, I would be just as happy with ten million. I'm my 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 happiness. It's not on money, right? Not on it. Money. Don't yeah. rotate around uh, the riches of uh,
1: family and love and all yeah. that. See,
0: yeah, see, I'm just as happy with just being a millionaire. I'm rich in a lot of other yeah. areas. Yeah, you feel me? Yeah. So Slim Shit, he was authentic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, love. And, and with this game that we playing. You ain't going to hear no whole bunch of fucked up shit about Yo. With these kids out out of Baltimore. You're mm-hmm. going to get all official yeah. documentation. You ain't mm-hmm. going to never get no surprises. Yeah.
1: yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But see, he left his difference. impact. He left his exactly. impact. Exactly. And just- he was, his story, if I ain't mistaken, his part was brought into the wire from another gangster from, uh, the Melvin put, was the one we introduced him to the wire thing.
0: No I don't I really don't know How he got introduced To the wife okay. But I know the dude David Simon And the other dude
1: From the news and Right all yeah. Right
0: See they oh. had a Motherfucker uh, Burns Okay He was a homicide Detective right uh-huh. I always stayed Out his way Yeah That's why Man him ain't You know Cause I, I I felt That he did his work I did my work Yeah You see what I'm saying So uh from their investigations and shit, and then all the shit that you get in as a young... It'd be public records. Yeah.
1: You understand? So yeah. they get
0: that shit. They do their... Had these little uh, journals and...
1: Take out and, all their facts uh, You know, so yeah. he came up with a good storyline. Right, you're right, you're right.
0: Now, you know, if a nigga pivot off of that, if something come... Whenever this... Whenever that, this right here air, mm-hmm. if a motherfucker want the truth about the wild or they want pictures and photographs and all that type of shit, yeah, I can let them have really it. man, yeah. You see what I'm saying? If it's yeah. a off like yeah. I got a little daughter this is irrelevant to it, but I got a little daughter that she's got a real imagination. Her imagination is crazy, mm-hmm. but uh, she's an author. But however, if it ever comes to a point where she wants some first-hand information about yeah. pivoting off of this, oh, even you, nephew, right. I'm going to let you have it. yeah. You see them firsthand first hand information. Yeah, you ain't gonna get no bullshit. No, nah,
1: no. Nah. You know what I mean? So what about the um during Bodie Time that he he got some, some large time doing some he did some time, right?
0: Absolutely he did he did two extensive bits. One time he had a guy fifty he was about seventeen, he had caught a murder. Mm-hmm. Went on the run for a few years. I think he got cracked, he was about, he went to New York. Mm. Well he went up and down the east coast. I think he got cracked, he was about twenty five. Now all the shit we was talking about taking place while he running for a body. Okay. You understand what I'm yeah. saying?
1: What well, we he just talked was about moving, yeah. He
0: just moving about. We yeah. see because the snitch thing wasn't in heavier. this so little motherfucking move.
1: Yeah. Okay. And okay. Still hustle. Yeah. Because you know? nobody tell? There wasn't no cameras and all that no, technology right like now. Shit, I, it was like you basically getting caught if somebody tell. Cause of a nigga throw you. Okay. Right. So okay. like I say, uh, make a long story short.
0: He did 11 years. He had 15. He had one time we was young niggas at Project Murphy Home. A mm-hmm. um, nigga, uh, uh, I don't know if he was a gopher bad nigga. Didn't he make no difference? Yeah. But I think he had popped, he popped Bodie or something. Anyway, uh, Bodie rolled up. He got a big ass 44 on him. I only think he was trying to kill a dude. But uh-huh. he popped him. I think he shot him in his leg or something. Uh-huh. Like in his thigh. Tra- nigga was older than him. Like I say, Slim had. Got the amputation of the leg. He really wasn't no, He was a slim dude yeah. was coming up.
1: Yeah. So
0: that made made a motherfucker
1: uh, think he was sweet, right? Mm-hmm.
0: So anyway, he roll out, hit the boy in the leg with the four four. Bam. Mm-hmm. And I think it hit a main artery or something.
1: He bled to death.
0: Nigga bled to <laughs> death. Anyone to try killing nigga. Dang. But anyway, and he'd tell you if Slim Boldy was here, he tell man I want to try and kill a bitch. I mean, yeah. I want not try to kill a dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was yeah. just trying to get the nigga up off. I mean, boy, this ain't nothing. You, you know what right. I mean? It's yeah. just, just a bad look for
1: you. Uh-huh.
0: Shot him in the leg. Anyway, motherfucker happened to be, he then later on, we found out he was all right, motherfucker, but he ain't know who Slim was. Okay. Cause we okay. Misunderstanding. We, right. You know, we were not the type of dudes that I'm such and such Yeah You know we ain't gonna Our, our, our work on to He ain't got talk. broadcast and, Right yeah, Exactly yeah, yeah. You know that's what I'm telling you About this gangs and shit man If a nigga bought that mess He ain't gotta you rap about it He ain't gotta do all yeah. that shit
1: yeah, yeah When
0: I was coming up Motherfucker was getting money and such, and such and such and such They didn't try to put that shit On front street yeah. They trying
1: to keep it a secret yeah, yeah Absolutely So he did You said he did 11
0: He did 11 one time
1: On 15 Somebody told on that yeah, them niggas told. Okay. Niggas told. The uh, one that he shot?
0: No, nah, his... believe it or not, his, one of his buddies told. Oh, okay. It was a motherfucker. He was an old bully type motherfucker in the uh-huh. neighborhood. And my brother was on the run. So we trying to get the dudes. We find out. He get the, he get emotional discovery or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And we find out who, 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 who telling. Yeah. So what happened was, we find out one of them. Uh-huh. So we go to him, he gets skittin'. And this is a nigga probably going for gangster, yeah. Gangster nigga. We younger than him. Uh-huh. We aggressive, though. Yeah. We pull up on him, we pull up. Like, hey, Slim, let me holler at you. Like, hey, man, look, you know you can't go to court and do this. And if you go, you, you gotta go up this avenue. Yeah.
1: You know, he like, I'm gonna
0: do that, I'm gonna do that. This bitch, he go to the feds, he go to the people. So, but that, mm. you know, that's when a witness, witness tamper and shit. Oh, a matter, uh, in Slim case, it was his case, Made it was president. They start locking down on niggas for the witness tab right? okay. and all that shit. Okay. See, one time, you just get obstruction of justice.
1: Yeah, and then you get, fashion. now you get time. Oh,
0: man, they give a nigga
1: 100 years for that <laughs> shit, you know what I mean? So he came home from that. Yeah,
0: yeah, he come home on that. And then, and then another time, he had a situation with the, the, his wife. Some shit happened. It's, she started, the the, the the gay liberation shit started coming off. And his wife, we found she liked pussy. And, <laughs> you know, I am not sure. She 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 with the broad and, the, and some shit. This bitch go to court, tell the people, Boley used to do that. And everybody know that was some bullshit. Yeah. But the broad, she's a, 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 obsessed with sucking pussy. Uh. Yeah, sure <laughs> enough, you know. And, and she go to court, tell uh. the people, Slim was a monster and woo, 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 and... He, oh man, was ugly,
1: man. So they, so she told about old stuff.
0: She told a bunch of bullshit oh, fabrication. Okay. Like and none of this shit. And they no,
1: locked him back up.
0: They get a man fifteen more years for shit. assault. So I how think old was
1: he at this time? At
0: this time, he in his thirties. Okay, right. He didn't cool down. Yeah, you know what I mean. He, but everybody, some man don't fuck with her. Man, she ain't no good for you.
1: Mm. You know?
0: He love it, uh, though. Yeah, he loved a bit. See, mm-hmm. we all know this this pussy to beat this nigga all up. Man.
1: Yeah, crazy, bro, <laughs> So, after that, that was the last bit?
0: No, that wasn't
1: the last one. He didn't call <laughs> <laughs>
0: See, we still in the elemental hustle. you know, in the yeah. drugs. He,
1: so, he come back home he in his come 30s. Come back home.
0: He come back home. Shit happening for him. And, uh, and, and now, and I'm going to be straight with you. Mm-hmm. The crack shit come in the pocket. Uh-huh he get with some bitches and shit. They, they try this. He know better than that. Yeah. In uh, some kind of way, he got tricked up with that
1: bullshit. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah.
0: And uh, everything fell apart. Ba-ba-ba-ba. But one thing, he maintained a certain level of respect in the street.
1: He even going through all he ain't that. Even
0: going through that. Motherfucker know he wanted to be played Till the day he died. Till the day he died. Mm-hmm. You know this, right? Now I know that. Witness it so first anyway, thing. Uh motherfucker said he was, you know, them, man, slam getting solved and not? He caught a federal case with a motherfucker. Uh this
1: is the last this bit is the right? Last yeah, joint, yeah, yeah. Right? Which which like
0: I said, he had several convictions. Yeah. All this shit is was official. Wasn't no police yeah. involvement with motherfucker telling. Uh-huh. Him. Uh anyway, he caught uh, the last joint was I think it was nine twenty two G felon in the possession. And uh cause I had just came home on, on a case like that. Uh, uh, and I told him, right, and I wish I never, I said, man, you need to go and cop out, because uh, he got caught with a joint, uh, what's the, he got caught with one of them joints with the
1: infrared joint on. Oh, a gun with the infrared. With the infrared
0: joint. Uh, I'm like, yo, they going to fuck you up with this, because yeah. you already got a,
1: Gun charges and murders and all that. I got that. several
0: gun beefs, yeah. but I'm just saying in his past. Uh-huh. But you got assassin's weapon,
1: man. You yeah, yeah, blow yeah, this yeah, shit yeah, up, yeah, 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 and
0: yeah. we ain't get no money at the time. Yeah, not to get no lawyer, no fifty, sixty thousand. sixty thousand pistol case, right, man. Right, right, what the fuck around right, right, right.
1: you? Yeah, that's backwards.
0: Cause the the, the, the lawyers start raping us, uh-huh. raping everybody that was in. Cause they done blew it up. That we these niggas getting money and uh-huh. got money, birds. something all this shit is and bullshit. all that's
1: old. <laughs> game's changed by this time. the Game has switched over, and this was the this was the case that uh led to his demise. Right. Yeah, I remember talking to him. Yeah. We, I talked to him the day before he left mm-hmm. when he came and grabbed him. i c I'll never forget. We had a falling out. Yeah. <laughs> but we but he made up the next day and that right. was that. But that was um that was my guy. My guy I miss my yeah. guy a Yeah, I miss him too, chant. So so all in all, if we uh based off everything we discussed and all your personal your personal experience, how you feel about, you know, what, what was the, if you could, if you could change anything, would you still choose that lifestyle? Or would you Man, if base? I, and I'm saying this, basing this off of your upbringing, uh, we talked about all of the education the trips right. and all that and time period. Cause even with that in mind, we still got to realize you're a product of your environment. Ain't no question. So all of that involved in you to this day, how old are you today?
0: Um, 57.
1: <laughs> so 57 <laughs> old. years old. Yeah. Looking back, what do you, how do you look at the oh, decisions man. you made, you and your brother?
0: Oh, man. I ain't, ain't enough for you. I'm going to tell you, be honest, man. I made a lot of bonehead ass, bucket ass decisions. Uh-huh. However,
1: uh-huh. the
0: learning processes that I got from making them fucked up decisions, mm-hmm. I wouldn't trade that in for the world. Right. Because experience is the best teacher. teacher. However, remember I said about the regrets, I wish, let me rephrase that. I feel if I had stayed on the path with my education, Mm -hmm. I'd have rubbed elbows Mm -hmm. with not just dudes that was products of our environment, Mm -hmm. but I'd have rubbed elbows with dudes was from other cultures and other
1: because you had the chance to do it. Like, I had yeah. a chance and yeah. I
0: was nice and I was, right. and I was nice with it. Yeah, right. Yeah. However, I got a couple little homeboys that went all out uh-huh. and I see the finished product with them and myself, but yeah. they come back to me and sell me shit like, man, I wish I'd have stayed in the tank with y'all
1: because
0: mm-hmm. I could have been doing this. I'm yeah. like, man, you ain't got an idea. Nah,
1: nah. Yes, it ain't going to work out the same hell way. Hell no. It ain't going to work out the same However, way.
0: However, I just wish that some of my decisions were a little more sound. Mm-hmm. I wish, well, I had I'd have just stayed in the, stayed in school.
1: Yeah, did the right thing.
0: Yeah, not just the right thing, but had I just stayed in school,
1: which yeah. is doing the right yeah,
0: thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd have just made my shit be polished.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You
0: understand what I'm saying?
1: Did your little thing, but Man, you, you would have stayed on your, if stayed your the main on goal would have been the school. But you know, that came from my mother. Right. She right.
0: tried right. to give me the game at an early age and she planted the seeds.
1: Uh-huh. uh-huh. You understand? She yeah. planted
0: the seeds, but I made a bunch of bad decisions. So far as going to the left,
1: yeah, because that's the, and that's that's the uh, another thing I was getting to because, like I said, that's your environment. Absolutely, you can have that great upcoming, that great great family, but that's only going to hold for so much because you was exposed to everything you were saying at that time. So that's like um, that's like uh, when somebody come up and they say, "Well, he ain't never, he was never raised like that. He was never this. He was never that. But all my friends are this. All my everybody." All uh, my people are like that and everything. So with that being said, I just I just wanted to uh, that was a, the best way to close it out because that was just we just trying to show the youth and all the guys that's still out here that, you know, all of, you, you just said about a quarter million, almost million dollars Shoot. at nineteen seventeen years old. If you tell somebody at uh, 10 years old, you can have that by doing this. What else would they choose? But when you shared everything else, all the murders, all the. Lord, man. you just said that, man. Did 11 years, 15 years. That's 26 years of your life.
0: Oh, you're definitely going to rape your, your freedom and liberty. All that shit coming with the territory. Yeah. And see, before we wrap it up, one thing we don't talk about, mm-hmm. we don't talk about the ugly side of this shit. Exactly. You see, exactly. we glamorize all that bullshit. Yeah. But, you know, it's a whole other side of this shit that's right. sick.
1: Right. You understand what I'm saying? So, yeah, your thing is, you you would say today,
0: man, listen to your parents.
1: Yeah.
0: Because they ain't going to tell you nothing wrong. Just out of love, listen to your parents. Stay in school. Right. Right? Stay Uh in school. Whatever the fears of you not succeeding, it lies within you. Right. Nothing be the failure but a trial. And the main thing, man, love your family, family first, and stay in school, man.
1: Right, right yeah stay in school so yeah, that's that's definitely. in closing and we need answers episode one with ronald Baxter. we man. just we just got the um the the, the message we giving today. day you know we be shining light on one of our fallen soldiers a legend uh, impact on this world and in this city but at the end of the day you know I, as 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 on said the outcome of both these situations is not what you think it is when you jump into it so you just got to go with the when you choose the right lane it ain't it Not saying everything Gonna be squeaky clean And perfect But mm-hmm. It ain't no If you do it the right way It ain't no jail It ain't no death And all that Death is It's, it's gonna come regardless But it ain't gonna Chase you quicker Than it do When you Obey go to Obey them laws man Yeah <laughs> That's what you fucking do <laughs> So so signing out It's Mook And it's, uh Brown and Box Peace damn, And we need answers Alright I hit out the window She already know My niggas They gonna come and see you if they like the
0: candle. Cause boy, you gonna see through. Young boy, I'm a gangbanger. Fangers black hoodie crew, fuck
1: you niggas. Middle finger, nigga. And if you're gone,